Everything's fine on 93.9 Dublin South FM. Dan, how the hell are you? Not too bad, there. How are you? Ah, sure. Listen, it's Monday. It's all good. Uh, you know, um, we're we're here uh, live on Dublin South FM ninety three point nine. Indeed, uh, and around the world. Around the world, yeah. Thank, thanks to the internet. Indeed, as they say, uh, or the interweb. I think, as uh, older people seem to have the tendency to call it lately, and I don't know why to call it the interweb, but I I do like those little small little, little changes, though. I think. Yeah, uh, I just, um, I heard kind of somebody making reference there a while ago to um, kind of, you know, like 30 years ago is no longer 1972, right? right. So in my head, like 30 years ago is 1972, for, for whatever reason, okay? Right, okay, I was born in 1972, okay, but that's not, that's not why, okay? right? But always that kind okay. of 30 years ago, was 19, but it's not anymore, right? you know? Yeah. And and I, I recently heard somebody saying like that they're, Kids are learning Oasis songs. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, as, you know, as something interesting. Whereas I presume that might be kind of when I was growing up learning Beatles songs or the Beach Boys. You know, it's kind of... Yeah, it, it's a shift in perspective and yeah. time. And I'm not saying it's a good shift. <laughs> But yeah. it is a little bit weird. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. Like, it, it's, I, I suppose, um, like, listen, you talk about it there, it's almost like you saying 30 years ago was, was 1972 is almost like an anchor point for you. You know, going, going Yeah, forward. and, and like, it's not, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, I, there is there is something to do with either 1972 or 1975, and it's not just me. It just seems to be a thing. You'll often see it on T-shirts and mm, mm. and and stuff, and I don't I don't really know why. Um, but yeah, you do get those odd things like when it comes to around to New Year's times and those kind of things where you got like you're closer to I don't know say for example 2030 than you are 1990 or or, or something like yeah. that yeah no I- exactly like yeah. the, the Super Bowl was on last night I don't know whether you're interested in American football or not not too much not too much I have a passing interest in it um, and like that, I suppose it's when I was younger. American football kind of just had kind of arrived into the, in into Ireland. Okay. Um, and it was kind of it. It was big. I think Channel Four had it originally, and it was oh, this is, oh my god, American football! You could actually get access to it, you know. Yeah. Um, and you weren't just listening to it on the wireless across the BBC or something like that. Something weird. Um, but you could actually watch it and stuff like that. So it, it it's kind of dropped off. So every now and again, I'd have a look in. But apparently, like. The LA Rams who won last night. Yes, it's been kind of almost something like twenty eight or thirty years since they've won it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's you're kind of going, just been that long. You know, and and you're kind of going, well, that's, that's a bit uh, sort of okay, fair enough. Um, right, okay. So I I do get what you mean though, because like even I think about it at times, and you're going, like, um, so what are we now? Twenty. 2022, so like a decade ago was 2012. The the 
Olympics in in London. Yeah. And I remember that like very very well. Yeah. Okay. But you know, even kind of more frighteningly so. Yeah. Kind of twenty two years ago, you were two. Yeah. Right, and that was the millennium. Mm. Uh, you know, that was kind of like 1999 heading into 2000. And we were all kind of, you would have been born in 98, were you? 97. 97. Yep. So, you know, 1999, we were all going, oh my God, the world is going to end mm. because of the millennium bug. All the computers yeah. are going to go, oh, yeah. I'm not sure what's going on here now. And the whole planet was going to melt down. Oh, I, rem- I was working for that. Okay. I was and, in, it, uh, and, you know, I, I have had conversations about it and it was a legit... Oh, people were terrified that. Yeah. I mean, I was in security at the time. And, Mm. like, we went through... We went through a massive amount of stuff to make sure systems were... You know, and we were there Mm. on site when, you know, the clock struck (laughs) midnight and ticked over and we're all kind of looking around going, right, the place hasn't blown up yet. (laughs) You know, and then kind of people coming back into work kind of the next day or whenever it was or, you know, before... Because obviously it was over New Year and stuff like that. People were brought in to start up machines. Um, on New Year's Eve, not on New Year's Eve, but before the the factory was supposed to get scheduled back, back to back to start to make sure everything worked. Mm. You know, finance departments were in making sure that <laughs> everything worked, and it just absolutely belubas. Like, I mean, completely bonkers. So, like, what we were getting up to. Bad stuff. Mad, mad stuff altogether, Ted. But listen, on a more kind of uh, sedate sort of note, uh, sedate sort of note? Sedate sort of note. Oh, okay. that sounds <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. That doesn't sound too bad, really. Uh, we have music coming up on, uh, for a while there now, and we're going to have a bit of Spandu Ballet. Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have a new, a new track from Elbow. Oh, on Elbow. Uh, just yeah, elbow. a little bit of elbow. Uh, Neve Dunphy uh, has a song for us for her track of the week uh, from Luke Clerken. Um, but first, Dan, what do we have first? We have Novo Amor with State Line. So tell us, Dan, where did, where did you find that one? I found that one on uh, Spotify. Actually, I was, I kind of, I'd been listening to kind of um, chill kind of music recently. Um, and this guy came came on, and I've kind of been listening to him quite a bit, to be honest, just to kind of calm things down a little bit because it's been uh, it's been quite intense over the past while. Yeah, we're going to get to that as well, Dan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're going to be we're going to play your um, interview during the week with Claire Byrne mm. uh, on RTE uh, Radio One. Um, you know, <clears throat> I'm led to believe that they might have more. I haven't, I haven't seen the JL or JNL or uh, listenership figures for our show yet, mm-hmm. but we're going to look into that. I'm sure they may have a few more listeners than we have, but maybe, you know, maybe, maybe. maybe. So we're yeah. going to, we are going to have listened to that uh, in its entirety. Uh, but first, Dan, to the news. To the news. To the news. Indeed. Yeah, news and weather. Actually, funnily enough. Um, Again, Dan, we've had a lot of stories in the last kind of week or so of uh, elderly people being battered in their homes mm, and robbed. Never, never good to see. It's absolutely, it's absolutely disgraceful, Dan. Um, uh, and we had a pair of siblings, a brother and a sister, um, eighty-four and seventy-nine, down in Cork, who were uh, robbed at knife point. Yes, very scary. Very, um, very scary. But if there's any kind of um, silver lining out of this, the paramedics who attended the scene set up a GoFundMe page uh, to replace the money, which was their life savings effectively, which was robbed by the little scrotes mm. um, who committed or perpetrated the crime. Um, 
and they've had a phenomenal response. Yeah, it's it's raised almost uh, thirty thousand. It, it's incredible, setup, which is absolutely amazing. It is uh, fair play to the two boys, um, and it's just like I, we often you know talk about uh, like paramedics and frontline workers and stuff not getting the the respect of the Jews that they deserve, um, but this is just going further and above and beyond. It is, Dan. It is. Um, And it's a positive news story, which we need a lot more of these days. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, Dan, to weather. Indeed. (laughs) Yeah, lovely storm. Woohoo! One coming. Plenty. plenty. And it was quite a quite a uh, dramatic weekend weather-wise as well. It was quite stormy over the weekend. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was, and not just in Paris uh, with uh, with the rugby. Let's we we will get to that too. I'm we'll sure get, yeah. we will get to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But we have a weather warning, and uh, not necessarily that's going to affect uh, the people in Dublin. So probably the rest of the country isn't probably going to hear about it um, because you know yourself, Dan. If it doesn't affect Dublin, it doesn't. It, it it's <laughs> not relevant really. Uh, very Dublin Dublin centric. But this one's going to be up around the uh, northwest. Yeah. So we have uh, Clare, Donegal, Galway, and Mayo. Yeah. Storm Dudley. Um, so, it there is a status yellow warning uh, for Clare, Donegal, Galway, and Mayo um, from twelve p.m. twelve p.m. on Wednesday until twelve p.m. on Thursday, and we also have there's gusts of up to hundred and thirty kilometers an hour. Mm. Uh, speaking of gusts and terrible things, the HSE and their budget. Yeah. Uh, well, we're not going to go into this now in a big way, right? But not too much. Uh, no, thankfully, because it's just wow, what a, what <laughs> yeah. a pit, what a cesspit of uh, unusualness, really. You know, you of, could write a book or a number. Of- yeah, but wouldn't you be bother reading it then? You know, would you, you probably know. it might be might be good for insomniacs who are having trouble getting to sleep. They can like, read the oh, first no, two pages. No, read read the first two pages. Go. <laughs> oh, I've had enough of that now. Oh man, I'm away to sleep now. I can't be. Uh, I can't be reading that nonsense. <laughs> kill me, please. Money being handed back through budgets. Yes. Not so, being used. So um, the HD, uh CEO Paul Reed has said that there is 47 million euro um, being set aside for mental health. Great. That's a lovely number. Which, on first glance, you would think is brilliant. 47 million is quite a lot of money. Yeah. Until you realise that 10 million of that amount is carried over from last year's budget because it hasn't been spent. Yep, that's effectively it, Dan. You know, Mm. uh, I know, I mean, we were having a little discussion earlier about why it's not been spent, but... Obviously, uh, you know, positions are not being fel- filled. I mean, it's somewhere, it's somewhere through this, in the middle of this kind of, you know, there's 700 vacant consultant posts. You know, that's not yeah. just in mental health, like, but that's just within the HSE. So that's why money is not being spent. It's just absolutely ridiculous. It is. It is. It, it is on so many levels, Dan. Uh, it's it's distressing for people who are out there, um, you know, trying to trying to desperately trying to get help and desperately trying to get oh trying to get their lives in act you know and 
just not been able to get the help. Absolutely. And you read um, in the report that there's 57 different, different um, financial departments within the HSE. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, you know, I, I laugh, but... If you didn't laugh, you'd cry. Yeah, probably would, actually. Uh, yeah, Dan, do you know what? I think, well, we have some music, will we? Indeed, that sounds very good. Yeah, who's up next? I do like my music. Um, next up, we have a bit of brute, um with Devils and Dust. So there you have a bit of Bruce Springsteen. Dan, okay, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> you know, status quo last week and the week before... Um, what, what can I say? My, my taste in music is eclectic, shall we say. Yeah, eclectic, but slightly better than I can say it's going two weeks in a row. Okay, so we'll allow you that. Uh, Dan, I'm hoping to uh, have a little chat now with uh, Neve Dunphy. Neve Dunphy, are you there? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Oh, we absolutely can. You're live, you're live on the radio there now, Neve. so let's keep our country. <laughs> <laughs> How are we doing? I'm grand. How are you? Sir? Oh, sure, we're good. We're having a ball, actually, I think, today. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, red lights on, we're switched on. Absolutely. Good to go. Right, Dan, quest- questions for Neve. Come on, let's, let's keep it, let's keep it rolling here now. Uh, absolutely. So, can you give us a bit of an update on your your workplace? But how's things going with that? It's pretty much more or less this very similar to what I was doing last week when I focused. So, it's, ba- it's basically more of the same work where I'm, like, observing... The running of the sessions that were organised, and then helping the helping the company improve that. So it's it's like properly using a lot of the market knowledge that I would have learned over the last like three and a half years. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. And you, you do feel like you're kind of having an impact on 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 how things are being run. Yeah, it's kind of mad. I didn't expect them to value what I had to say as much as. As much as they do, but like I was saying last week, like they use the poster designs that I made as ads and stuff, which is really cool. And they expect that to get like done straight away. Brilliant! That's great news. Well, I, I suppose at the same time, like, um, like the fact that they've hired you, you kind of want them to to listen to what you have to say and take it on board because you do have, you know, that that skill set and you're very experienced in that field. So. That's true though, but there are sometimes when like companies kind of just take stu- take students on to give them the placement, and then don't give their opinion the value like. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. I was afraid it was going to happen, but it didn't. Thankfully, it's all very nice. And uh, so you are correct me if I'm wrong. Third or fourth week into this. This is week four. So how long have we? How long have we got left? So, oh my God, that's a good question. Um, end of March, beginning of April, so, so, live our own, basically. There you go. Neve, did you stay up for the Super Bowl last night, did you? You did, didn't you? You love, you love American football. Dan told me you absolutely <laughs> adore American football. No, I did not. I know I do not adore American football. Okay. Did you get to get the halftime show? I'm sure you got it on playback somewhere. No, I didn't. What? <laughs> Oh, Neve, what are those seminal moments of music ever? You're going to you're gonna have to go and Google it after this, okay? Why, what? Oh, sure. Dr. Dre and the Snoop Doggy Dog and Eminem. and Huh? Come on, take my job. What happened? Oh, sure. There's a great old, great old sing-song at halftime. Oh, 
Indeed. 15, 15 minutes of uh, kind of, I suppose. Medleys and... Medleys, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, just, God, you'll have to go and watch it, Eve. I, can't, I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's actually quite good. Mm. But like, is it, is it, is it like, worth listening to a half morning warning sort of good or what? Um, yeah. I'm not suggesting you stay up till half four just to watch it now. Just watch it before you go, uh, go to bed. No, but like, what, like, for you and your music page that it is, or I didn't expect you to say that. Oh no, I, I absolutely hate that music. I just love the show. <laughs> that's no, I am not. That, that, that is not my music genre that one little bit. Like, I like a little bit of Eminem, all right. You know, yeah. I hate the peanut ones. <laughs> um, but, you know, kind of beyond that. No, Dr. Dre, I was kind of looking, looking at him, kind of going, Jesus. <laughs> Time's been tough on you, Dre, you know? Yeah, but you're. You know, it's kind of like a bit like Bruce Willis in a lot of movies. He the, the really bad movies he's in lately. I think like apparently he's like a load of divorces he has to pay for. <laughs> so, you know, uh, oh, yeah, that kind of things. Oh yeah, you know, I just realised as well it's Valentine's Day. Yeah. Well, not that I just realised. Sorry, no, I knew it was Valentine's <laughs> Day, but it's just never coming back to me. Yeah. Yeah, did you get that nice? I actually did get a mystery Valentine. I don't know where it came from. Ooh. Oh, hello. Like. Genuinely got like a card and sweet and sweets in the post, and I don't know where it came from. So, if whoever sent me that is listening to this, thank you very much. So, are we um, in the process of tracking said person down? Yeah, basically. And for for Neve Dunphy, what would that involve? Uh, Insta stock usually. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how you young people do it, you know. Back back in my day. <laughs> oh no, don't we do that sort of thing. Oh my okay, god. Did you what uh your, did what? What was your what was your Valentine's Day like when you were young and there? I'm gonna put the question back on you. Well uh do you know what, Neve? They were pretty groovy. <laughs> we sure they were, aren't Yeah, no they were, no fairness now. Uh you know, it wouldn't be fair to go into it, but uh yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I quite enjoyed Valentine's. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I kind of have to say. Yeah, there were, there were interesting well, times. Is that, is, that you, is that you admitting that you're actually soft? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> did you get the Brits? Yes, I did get the Brits. Thoughts, opinions, concerns, uh, worries? I, I, enjoyed the, I enjoyed the Brits, to be honest. It was better this year than other years, I think. Why? Like, I like the fact that there wasn't gender categories. And it was all... What's wrong with gender categories? There's nothing wrong with it, but I, I like that, that it was fair game and it wasn't like a sexism thing. You young people, you young people, which are, are don't like the whole gender thing. It's getting out of hand, lads. <laughs> Do you, know, do you know what? We we were two on one last week, Dar. I think we're two on one this week as well, just another way around. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Everyone loves a quorum. You know? <laughs> so, uh, give us a rundown of the of the winners. So we had Ed Sheeran Gin and Ginger. <laughs> and Adele was a big winner. Ding dong. Well, to be fair, Adele was always gonna be the obvious one because Whenever she's in a category of anything, everyone just expects her to win, don't they? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
And then obviously the songwriting one for Ed Sheeran was like, like if you know anything about Ed Sheeran, it's really obvious because he writes songs for everyone. Speaking of writing songs and new music and so on, um, what is your track of the week for us? My track of the week is Fall in Line by Luke Clark. So Luke is actually a friend of mine. I've known him for years. Dan, if you remember, I had him on our radio shows in college back in 2018. Yes. He is a, he is a singer songwriter. He's travelled he's travelled all over the world to perform his music. Um, he's recently got a degree in music management, I think, from Ballyfermacolt, and he's just kicking off with his music and since uh, since the lockdowns happened, and he's also having a gig this month. I can't remember what date is. Um, in the cobblestone in town. So this thing was to promote that, and it's a really lovely track. This is Fall in Line by Luke Clerken. So there you have it, uh, Luke Clerken, and um, that's a that's a lovely one, Dan. That's an absolutely smashing song. It certainly is. Uh, Neve just keeps churning out the tunes. For absolutely, it. yeah, yeah. She she's she's, um, she's a good woman for for the tunes. And I don't know about you, but that to me sounds like a very um, song writing like future star artist name as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I have um, to agree. Dan, do you know what we're going to do? I'm going to put on the uh, the, the, the Clareburn interview that you had during the week uh, on the Clareburn show on RTA Radio Iverlehane. Um Yeah, you know, I think people, you know, just take a moment, have a little listen to this. Uh, well, it worth listening. And we're going to discuss this uh, after the ads when we come back, okay? Today with Clareburn on RTE Radio 1. Imagine waking up in the morning and not being able to get up and dressed by yourself. Imagine lying there full of plans and hopes and dreams for the day ahead, but you're stuck in your bed until someone comes in to help you. This is the situation faced by one young and ambitious college graduate called Daniel Airy, who's on a mission to highlight this situation. He's a wheelchair user. And this time last year, during the height of COVID restrictions, we spoke to Dan about the impact that COVID lockdown was having on him and his studies for his master's degree. And just how isolated he was feeling. Well, one year later, how is life for him now? Evelyn O'Rourke went to visit Dan earlier this week to catch up with him. And Ev is here now. Good morning to you. Good morning. Will you remind us of, of Dan's situation? Yeah, fantastic guy. He's the 24-year-old Dubliner, Daniel Arian, as you say. We spoke to him last year when he was in the middle of that master's in production for TV and radio at the IDT in Dunleary. And would you believe he's graduated since? Fantastic achievement. But interestingly, finishing college presented him with a new set of issues because when he was a student at Technical... Uh, Technological University Talent IDT he got personal assistant hours to help him which is great but since he's left that college world he's now fully reliant on support from carers to do with at HSC he's now relying on an allocation of just 10 hours a week so I went to visit him on Tuesday morning and was coming up to 10am Claire he was still stuck in his bed even though he'd been awake for ages waiting for his lovely carer Rob to come and help get him up Good morning Good morning Evelyn pleased to meet you I'm Kathleen Hi Kathleen Dan's mum <laughs> Hello. There he is. Dan, good morning. Morning. How are you? Let's check what time it is now. It is 9.45. Okay, so you're in bed. Yes. So is this your choice or would you prefer to be up at this stage? Absolutely. 100% I prefer to be up. I'm waiting for cares to arrive at 10 o'clock. What would your ideal time be to be up and about? 
I'd naturally wake up at about maybe 8. It would be a case of waiting around again for people to come in and... and uh, but yeah. your choice would be, if you had control over your PA hours, you'd be up ages ago. Yeah, I'm the type of person that would want to get up and start doing things and be as active as I can. So there is very little that you can do right now until your PA walks in the door. Yeah, it's a case of I'm waiting to start my day. That's the first obstacle for you, is just even getting up to start your day. Exactly, like I'm on a schedule and I would just love to be able to have my own sense of control. And it's something that is so simple that a lot of people just don't need to think about. But I, I'm not in that situation and I'm not the only one. Okay, so the doorbell's just gone. Is that probably going to be Rob? That doorbell ringing means the car has arrived. So I can now get up, which is brilliant because I've been waiting to get up for quite a while. Okay, so how long will you have Rob for this morning? I'll have him for an hour. So in that hour, you've got to get up? Yeah, up, dress, moving. I'll be getting into my stander this morning. But again, because he's only with me for that amount of time, I'll still be in the stander when he leaves. So then it's a case of mum having to take me out again, which defeats the purpose. And what a lovely mum, Kathleen and uh, Daniel's dad, Richard. They're so warm and welcoming, Claire. But this is really, you know, taking its toll on the family. And the mum is saying she's really put her life on hold to support him and they love him, but he needs more help. And he wants personal assistance to be able to do things broader than a carer's role, to help write and submit CVs, for example, because he's so keen to get a job. So here we are later on in the morning. It's now after 10.30. Rob has been there half an hour and Daniel is now dressed. He's in that stander, which is an amazing unit that allows him to stand nearly straight. But again, Kathleen's on her knees, again, helping Rob to set Daniel up. Okay, so it's now quarter past ten and Rob's in here about 15 minutes, so you're dressed, yeah. the bed is up. What's next? Next is getting into the chair. So I'm just getting into the wheelchair now, just like this. And Rob's totally helping you there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my balance. Rob has his hands on my chest to make sure I don't fall forward. And then he's, his feet kind of in front of my feet so they don't slide forward as well. Otherwise I'd be landing on the floor, <laughs> which isn't fun. No. Okay, so it's 10.31, you're dressed, and you're now getting to your standard. So this is the standard. It's a sit-stand type machine, so there's a seat at the front. And the purpose of the standard is what? It's to stretch my legs, put some weight through my legs. I used to be able to walk as a kid with the help of a walking frame, but because of the surgeries, I dislocated my hip, and then I had spinal fusion surgery as well. My walking ability just went way off so i'm having to use alternative means okay but this is a bit of a legs. job to get you into it it's all very mm, tight I've done that wrong huh? you've got to get this yeah, leg over yeah. there as well done uh one sec one sec one yeah yeah you can see the tremor now here coming in his leg as well spasm going squash your hand there rob did it <laughs> <That's good. laughs> now in order for me to uh, come to terms with the fact that I was having spinal fusion surgery, I used to tell myself that I'm going to a military correctional facility to straighten my back up. So both your mum and Rob then are getting your feet in there. Yeah, and we tie them in as tight as we can so they don't escape. Actually hard work getting them into this. It's a two-man job, Kathy. Well, I can do it on my own, and I'm sure Rob has done it on his own, but it's difficult. Is that okay? Yeah, that's all right. Dan 
Evelyn isn't alone in calling for more supports because there's a group called the Independent Living Movement led by disabled people and you spoke to them too. Yes, Claire, they work collectively to promote a rights-based social model of disability that challenges, you know, charity or medical views of disability and it's about having rights to supports like personal assistance. Rights, not charity is the phrase there and James Cawley is their policy officer and James told me a little more about the movement. Independent Living Movement Ireland was established as the first Irish centre for independent living in 1992 and it was by um, disabled people and for disabled people. I suppose the main aim at the time was that disabled people achieved independent living choice and control over their lives and have full participation as equal citizens. We have a few key strategic areas or objectives that we work on which are housing, transport, employment and personal assistance services. And the personal assistance service is a service that allows disabled people to have choice and control over their lives. Last year in July, the um, Department of Health published their Disability Capacity Review. And we know from this report that in terms of personal assistance, that just over 2,500 disabled people in Ireland receive a personal assistance service. Um, We know from years and years that on average, disabled people should have at least 10 hours to even go some way towards living independently. On average, some people are getting around 12 hours a week. But if we dig down into the figures, we can see just 44% getting one to five hours per week. 24% are getting six to 10 hours. 17% are getting 11 to 20 hours, while 10% are getting 21 to 40 hours a week. And a minimal 2% are getting 60 hours plus. As we know, there's 24 hours in the day. So we need to move way beyond this idea of we come in, we get disabled people up out of the bed, showered, we throw them a bit of toast. That's not independent living. And we need to be very, very clear on that. For people like myself and Dan, who rely on personal assistance services um, as our arms and legs, I think it's really important that we need to have legislation introduced in this country that actually protects this service. So we as disabled people can live our lives with choice and dignity and respect. James Cawley there. Now, going back to Dan Clare, he's around 30 minutes in the standard at this point, but finds it quite tiring and needs to get into the wheelchair. But at this point, Rob has gone because the hour allocation is gone. So it's back to mum again to carry the, the load there. And he records a podcast actually called Dan and Dara Doability. Great podcast. You should be listening about that. Now, he's, of course, in regular contact with the HSE, with politicians and campaigners looking, though, for those personal assistance hours. And he says his ideal is two to three personal assistants working from seven to two and two onwards so that he can work and thrive. Um, and the HSE, though, have told him that it could be challenging this and there are a few potentials coming up he is under consideration for an assessment under the Irish Wheelchair Association Leadership Programme which is funded by the HSE uh, and he also gets it to outline his needs there and he's up to the HSE, HSE then ultimately to provide funding for those hours and there is a HSE occupational therapist due to carry out an assessment of needs shortly with them as well so hopefully things will improve we will of course stay in touch with Dan and follow his progress and bring you any updates but the timing is important here Claire because he's really feeling the pressure now here Dan outlines his fears and his worries for his future. The support that I have at the minute isn't there long enough for me to be able to get as much out of this as I need. I'm having to curtail what I need to do to keep fit and healthy, you know. I'm very worried, scared. There's a number of different emotions. Like, I'm not sleeping because my mum has been my primary care for 24 years she's in a huge amount of pain with her back and her neck just from wear and tear from years looking after me the way she has dad is in the middle of chemotherapy at the minute i'm i'm looking at this happen and i'm kind of going 
if anything was to happen to them, I wouldn't have any other choice but to go into care. What that means is going into a nursing home. I'm 24 years old. I've just finished a master's degree. I've got so much to give. I want to, you know, have a job. I know what I'm capable of if I have the correct support. We've gotten to a stage now where in the past I'm Dan. Say, for example, I'm a media enthusiast. I love sport. I love music. I'm Dan. I have all these interests and I happen to have a disability. Yeah. Now it's I'm Dan and I'm a wheelchair user. So my disability is taking over now. It feels like you're in chains. That's Dan Airy there, who we spoke to before, as I've said at the beginning a year ago on the programme, when we know how capable and how ambitious Dan is, and he does deserve all of those opportunities uh, that uh, he outlined there. Thank you very much indeed for bringing that to us. Let's take a break. You are listening to Dublin South FM on 93.9. This program is the Senior Line is a confidential telephone service for older people. Free phone 1-800-80-4591. We're open every day of the year from 10am till 10pm, so it's free phone 1-800-80-4591. We're there if you need someone to talk to and need someone to listen. We're older people too, so we will understand and we're very good at listening. Did you get the Senior Line number? It's free phone 1-800-80-4591. Capital Credit Union is open and lending. We are here to support our members for all their borrowing needs. Whether you need a car loan, a home improvement loan, an education loan, or even a mortgage, and with loans of up to 100,000 available, Capital Credit Union can also offer you great interest rates and benefits. To start your application today, call us on 01-299-0400 or visit our website www.capitalcu.ie and submit an application. Warning, if you do not meet the repayments on your loan, your account will go into arrears. This may affect your credit rating. If you do not meet the repayments on your loan, you may lose your home. Loans are subject to approval. Terms and conditions apply. Capital Credit Union is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Hello, Martha Lynham here. Why not tune into Memory Lane, a programme for our senior citizens every Tuesday at four? Or listen back on the podcast section of the Dublin South FM website. We'll be taking a nostalgic trip down memory lane with a mix of history, trivia, some golden oldie music and a little bit of banter. That's Memory Lane, Tuesdays at four on Dublin South FM. Memories are made of Your community radio for South Dublin. Dublin South FM. You are indeed listening to Dublin South FM. <clears throat> I'm still Darren, I think. And I'm still Dan Airy. So, Dan, a very, an awful lot there to uh, unpack from that uh, great interview um, for the Clareburn show. Um, thank you very much. And a massive thank you to Evelyn and Claire and everybody at RTE for um, giving me the opportunity to tell my story. Yeah, and I need to clear up something very quickly as well for myself because right. I listened to that. Uh, well, I listened, listened to it a few times, actually. It's really hard. Um <laughs> And it, it just, it tracks terrible in my mind when I think Evelyn says, like, you're looking for two or three people a day. It just sounded awful. And I, I just, I just want to clarify, it's ours. It's not, it's not. 
It's yeah, not, it's not people. It's not. It's not a load of bodies at the same time. No, 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 no. So it's two to three people over the course of a day. Yeah, but it's hours. So if it's a ten-hour day or it's a twelve-hour day or whatever the length of the day is, it's hours. Yes. Whether it's one person doing that or two people doing that, then mm-hmm. it's split up between those people. That's all. That's that's. Don't say another word. Yeah. That's that's that that's kind of. I, I'm happy now. <laughs> right. Okay. Because okay. when I heard it, I went, "It's really shite." Dear God, you know, but mm. it's ours. It's it, it is ours. It's not, mm. and it's not a, a super astronomical, bonkers load of hours either. No. Yeah, but I think that's a no. fairly good description of your day, though. Yeah, yeah, it certainly is. I mean, I'm I am essentially waiting for uh, my my day to to start every day, um, which is which is very difficult. I mean, and. I think the the distinction that needs to be made is that I I do have that care support that was mentioned at the minute, but it's a case of having control over my own hours so that I can have somebody there for long enough so that I can go about my day as I need to in terms of applying for jobs or when I get a job, going going to work and doing what I need to do to make make a meaningful um, contribution to society. Yeah, I don't know. You also have meaningful contributions. Just go and feckin' work like. That's all. That's what this is about. This is, you're not looking for anything extraordinary. You're not looking for anything mad or unusual or... Mm. You know, just to be able to go out and work, you know, earn a living, add to the collective goodness or badness or whatever way you end up going. Yeah, it could be bad too, I suppose, you know. <laughs> yeah, you could be one of these people on the dark web. I don't know, really. Um, yeah. but I'd like to think, no. Yeah, well, we just, Dan, we just don't know. You're young. <laughs> we don't know, yeah. You know, we just don't know which way you're heading yet. You know, this whole thing could sour you. You could turn into some sort of evil <laughs> megalomaniac. 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 <laughs> Maniac in your wheelchair, you know, kind of plotting the downthrow of the world. I can't even speak. What's going on? <laughs> That's had a, the the piece has had an impact on you, which is what we want. Yeah, no, 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 definitely. So, mm. where are we now? I know that they spoke there of um, assessments and stuff like that with the HSE and the yes. Irish Wheelchair Association. Yeah. So, are we, are we back to jump jumping through hoops? Are we? <laughs> uh, so I had. Uh, a meeting with um, uh, my community OT um, as the as the piece was going on. Actually, funny enough, which was very nicely timed. Um, so, a report is going to be drawn up and sent in, um, furthering my case, and then I have a. Meeting with the Irish Wheelchair Association um, tomorrow afternoon regarding an assessment for the Irish Wheelchair Association leadership program. Okay. Which will um, allow me to provide it I'm successful, and that that's what I have to say as well. Is it is it is it is an assessment? Um, but fingers crossed, everything goes well because it's needed. Um, that would allow me 
to make up my own rosters and go out and hire um, PAs and so on. So Good. Okay. That's step positive. In, step in the right direction. Right. Okay. Yeah. So we're yeah. getting a bit of traction. Dan, I want to play elbow. So there you have elbow with uh, What Am I Without You from uh, Flying Dream 1. I do love it, Dan. I do love it. From elbow. Yeah, no, elbow's always good. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, Dan, we've we pretty much come to the end of the show. Indeed. Uh, have. More or less. Um, it's been fun. It certainly has. Uh, you can find us um, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Dan and Dara Doability. Uh, you can find me at Dan underscore Airy um, on Instagram and at Airy Communications and Airy Communications.ie. Dara, where can people find you? Uh, you'll find me on Facebook um, at MacNicholas um, Media. And uh, MacNicholasMedia.ie. I should be far more organised for that, but I'm not really. Uh, what do you do for a living there? Well, you know, I do content creation and stuff like that, and I tell stories. Yeah, you do, yeah. Of course you do, yeah. You let me arguing with yourself. Uh, not only that, stories that make a difference. Stories that make a difference, Dan. Absolutely, 100%. So, Dan, we are going to... No, sorry, you got Ray Country Sounds on next? We do, absolutely. Um, and to play ourselves out, we have Spando Ballet with To Cut A Long Story Short. Oh, yeah. You can't play a good bit of electronic music before you go to bed. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>